Hello, hello, everyone. This is Terrence Channon with the Modern Customer Experience Podcast, where each episode we talk about a different take or a different trend or tactic about how to get the best customer experience for the projects that you're working on. Today, I want to talk about a, a new process, not necessarily a new process, but just a different way of looking at better understanding your customer. And I look at this as reverse engineering the customer experience. And that is starting backwards, starting from the the vision of having the product or the service in your customer's hands or being consumed, but by your client. And it's very tempting at first when you're building a business or working on a project to kind of think of it from the other way around. And that's oftentimes has a distraction of money. You say, well, we have to sell this for a certain amount of money so we can pay our bills, pay our salaries, and put some money in the bank. And there's nothing wrong with that, and that has to come into play. But sometimes if all you're thinking about or your decision-making is biased by how do we maximize our profit from early on, you're going to miss very key insights and very important observations that you would get just by putting the product in the customer's hands. So one way to do something, and this could be any product, any service, how do you just get people using it? And that may mean giving it to some early adopters or people that want to work with you at a low cost or even for free. Now, what I'm not advocating for is to build a business based on giving everything away for free because I know what you're thinking. Well, if I give it away for free, how do I make any money off this? How do I pay my bills? I'm going to be out of business. And that's absolutely true the case. So you do have to kind of understand if you do that and you give people a low cost or a no cost offering, that at some point you have to pull the plug on that and then make a decision to then back into the financial part of it so you have enough profit to make things happen. And a great example of this, and we'll go into more of the details in a moment, is Uber. And Uber is still kind of struggling with this transition back to a a for-profit model, but their first rides they were giving away for free just to have people using them. Uh, people would always comment, my goodness, I love Uber so much because it was a lot cheaper than a taxi ride, especially in the big cities. That comes down to not Uber being so generous and wonderful, but they're trying to put the product and the service into as many people's hands as possible. And over time, you're going to see the prices start ticking up as they're pressured to kind of generate profitability. It might slow down their growth. It might scare some people away from using it. But at that point, they should understand very well who their customer is, who's willing to pay a good rate and a rate that can generate a good profit. So it's important to do because... It's very easy to actually put something in someone's hands for them to try out. And again, some people might argue and say, well, if they're not paying for it, they're not really committed. And that's absolutely true for the long term. But in the short term, it's very easy to say, look, my product is very inexpensive or free. There's not a lot of resistance. Someone asks you something, hey, would you try my new sandwich at a restaurant? Well, maybe. I'm not sure if I really like that. I'll give it to you for free or give it to you for 10 cents. Yeah, sure. Why not? versus the more other ways of differentiating your product by either a specific feature, expertise, or by going into a a niche offering. It doesn't take a lot of skill or intelligence to kind of have the lowest price. You look what someone else is doing it for, and you just make it a lot cheaper. And that should automatically give you some, some adoption of the product or service and have it in people's hands. From there, you can do some really great observations. You can see people using it. You can get real feedback. You can encourage their participation in different ways. 
And, and with that is how you can then build your, your product offering, the value proposition to say, okay, where is our, our difference maker? What industries might we have expertise in or our product is resonating with? And, and again, I want to go back to kind of focusing on price first as the way to get in people's hands because it's very tempting to say, well, I'm an expert in an industry, even if you are with multiple years of experience working with companies, to kind of automatically assume that you know exactly what it is that may drive your, your, your product success. Once you understand these things and you say, okay, I know how to get in front of people's, people's hands. I know how, them, how they can get to be using it. From there, you can take that process, back it in, and then start backing in the financial aspect of things and say, okay, we know we need to charge a certain amount. Okay, or we know we need to sell a certain amount of these things if we only charge a certain amount. And once you understand that kind of reverse engineered process, the value of what gets your customers using the product, it might only be price. In that case, you say, well, we got to have a price-sensitive strategy. You might find difference makers that say, wow, we're very different than a competing product in the marketplace, so price isn't that important. But now we can focus on that angle. Or you say, hey, I know exactly what industries I need to bring this into. Once you have that process reverse engineered, you can then start creating new buying experiences, marketing messaging, and other sorts of customer engagement mechanisms to that are more traditional facing, where they're the more traditional way of looking at the funnel where it's like, hey, we've got to drive these things home. We've got to sell. We've got to make some money so that we can all be successful. This is Terrence Channon with the Modern Customer Experience Podcast.